Hi, and welcome back to my podcast, What She Wants. I'm Mandy, I'm your host, and this freak show is, well, this is my life. Dude, so I'm uploading the last cast that I recorded because I am so sorry, but the drama is just so deep. I came to this little town because one of my friends from high school was running this motel. I get here, her husband's on dope, chances are she's on dope. They're acting like the fucking hillbillies on cops, bro, beating shit up, tearing shit down. I mean, just raw. I don't do this shit, man. I can't do this shit. But again, the other employees got it out for her, so they called the owner and got her ousted, so she's no longer there. They tried to oust me, too. But when I talked to him, I was like, look, I just want my job because I don't plan on leaving town. She's going back to Colorado, and I'm staying here. And I want a job because it's going to start really in like a few months. And I need a way to feed my four children. Hello, I need a job. I, lo- I don't mind to work. I'm a hardworking meal train bitch. But these bitches over here are some fucking hoes and got some shit with them. Man, the lying, the scheming. I got a tip. If the woman would not have wrote me a personalized note, they would have kept it. As a matter of fact, I still believe that they kept it. I don't believe that what the envelope, the sealed envelope they handed me was the tip that she left. But I'm a rock with it. At least that envelope showed up. It didn't show up until I played some part of their bullshit games. And when I asked the manager, she didn't know nothing about it. When I showed the handwritten note to the other girl, she was like, yay, all fake. And I was like, yeah, but Betty don't know about nothing about an envelope at the front desk. And she was like, OMG. And I was like, yup, that's about right. Oh my God. So, imagine that just about an hour later, the envelope shows up miraculously. These people have been gone long before I even got to work this morning at 8.30. So, it was already in the envelope in the office at 8.30. And my husband plays into him, you know. Oh, well, maybe the people forgot to leave it. Yeah, that's what happened. That lion-ass trifling hoe tried to steal that fucking tip. And I thank you to the customer who left me the personalized note so that I knew. I know. So, whatever. I'm looking for a new job. I got a couple of applications out kind of scared of a couple of background checks but we rock rock till we don't stop and at least I you know put on there they didn't ask my last conviction 10 years 11 years ago so it said no misdemeanors and no nothing over 10 years but I'm scared to death like I put no because that's my only thing is 10 years ago and a misdemeanor from the Dallas shit and my breath I'm holding my breath that 
they're not going to come back to me and say I didn't disclose something right. Yo, it's not that I was lying. Your thing said not to tell you about it. Maybe I should have just told them anyway. I don't know. I hate background checks. It's too much fucking bullshit to work at Walmart, bruh. Really, that's where I've got my application in at. This fucking Walmart. Yo, like you got to jump through a lot of hoops to get that little minimum wage an hour job. <laughs> so, whatever. I just hope I get another job. Mm, so I don't even care about pay, you know. I just, just want a job. That's all. Got to feed these chums when the winter comes. So, great for me. Woohoo! It's amazing. Um, I really like this new city. It's not too bad. And hopefully if one of the two jobs works out that I've, you know, I should hear back something tomorrow on them. Then hopefully, like I said, then I'll be able to move on. And I think that it'll be a good thing. <laughs> the ir- irony of the whole job thing is one job is walking or, you know, I applied at Walmart. The other job is in the motel industry and it is a chain, a very large chain, but it's a high class chain. So I don't want to disclose that information. So I feel like I'm on both ends of the spectrum there. Like I got the white trash application and then I got the hoity toity. I'm so good. I stick my nose in the air and I really want this snobby job. Do you know how good it felt to put my makeup on? I even went and bought a pair of heels. Okay, I have not worn high heels in 20 years. My husband does not like it when I wear high heels. It's a insecurity on his part he tries to make it like oh you don't need that to be beautiful I love you like you are bullshit that's crap bitch I'm as tall as you are you're six six and I'm five nine and with my five inch heels on bitch I'm I'm six foot I'm a beast I'm a tall woman with a lot of leg you know what I mean but you don't want other people checking out my legs I get it I get it but say that tell me and lie to me about oh you're so beautiful you don't need to wear that dude I know I'm pretty I don't like flaunt that but I want to feel sexy I want to feel like a girl I do not feel like a girl when I'm rocking the fucking camo with mud on my face I feel like a tomboy that's the way I should feel though cause don't believe me I love my camo with the mud on my face but there's I was taught there's a time and a place for everything. So sometimes I want to be mud hogging. I want to be in that mud. It's great for the skin too, by the way. You know, even the hair. You can get home and have to hose that shit out. It's awesome. Then there's another time where I need to put my makeup on and put some curls in my hair and wear my high heels and let my legs stretch out. I was walking in Walmart just now going shopping for the for supper. Boy, I let him all hang out like I was half a loot and like I was walking in a pair of six inch heels. And like I said, I ain't done that in 20 years. So I gotta retrain myself all over again on how to walk like that because heels are hard. Especially when you start getting into them spike, them spike heels that's 
four and five inches. <laughs> Ooh, and I used to be a beast. I loved them. The higher, the better. The pointier. Ooh, it was like walking on a balance beam. You look like a runway model everywhere you go. Y'all, I'm cooking supper, so the generator's running for the toaster oven. So just if you hear me keep walking past it, just know I'm looking to make sure my shit ain't burning. As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to take a commercial break. Let's support our sponsors. Go check Anchor out. Um, the information is right there in the commercial. Go to their website, start a podcast, and then write in the comments. Send me a link to it. I will definitely listen. And thank you for listening to me. But we'll be right back. All right. Thank you to our sponsors. Welcome back. This is my podcast, What You Want. I'm your host, Mandy. And this freak show is my life, bruh. <laughs> I know it's not like as trashy as Jerry Springer, although if you guys had been here to see Cindy and her husband, that was some Jerry Springer shit, man. And the other friend who was in our pact, she wants all the juicy details. Well, Jackie Baby, you're a podcaster. Listen up. This is what happened. Straight up, they was fucked up on some other shit, man. And it ain't had nothing to do with me. And... I get that Cindy feels betrayed because I stayed. Oh well, I got four kids to feed. She was gonna take me back to Colorado. We was gonna go all go bunk up at her mama's house in the cul-de-sac. I think not, boo-boo. I think not. So, I just put it out here for all the world to hear. Instead of going gossip behind somebody's back, I'ma let it be known to everybody. Fuck, I don't got nothing to hide and there's no shame in my game, baby. For my kids, I relocated to a whole town and I was straight up with your ass. When I told you that my husband liked his methadone clinic and his doctor over there. When I told you that my kids wanted to play in the snow when the snow came. Baby, it is May. It is June. Sorry, yo. Snow ain't happening here till November. At least, <laughs> yo. So I'ma be here for a while. <laughs> you go go back to Colorado. Great for you. Go stay with your mama. Go be with your people. You said in that office that you didn't want to be here anyway, yo. And as far as that rinky-dink motel, there is it's a flop. It is a crack house. That's who's gonna stay here, especially in the winter. It's crackheads. They couldn't even get the second set of managers to stay more than 10 minutes. 10 minutes, them bitches was out. They didn't even unpack their truck. I never seen them leave so fast, but they knew. They knew it's a dope fiend town. That's why I'm looking for another job. Well, I gotta have one paycheck till I make another. Yo, you, you know about that? What you know about that? So, girls, don't play with me. Bitch, I'm about my family and my kids, and I keep it drama-free. I can't stand no bullshit. Period. It's bad enough that me and my husband got to yell at each other to get the point across. You know, everybody's like, oh, that's drama. No, bitch, that's an argument. And I'm right, and he's going to see it my way. Like it or not. So... 
Maybe I gotta raise my voice to get it across. We gonna hit it at home. Yo. He tells me every time I fuck up too. Look at you. Came and brought us 1,800 miles with your dope friends. You got them dope friends. That's all my friends are is dope fiends. Yeah. That your kids are gonna see. Hold on, I gotta check this food out. Not yet, not yet. So, I don't know. He's right, everybody's on drugs. Man, I hate going places. I, don't, I never had a thing about drugs. Like, for real. I tried cocaine once with my sister. She still don't know it. It was her, my bestie, and, and my sister's old man. Yeah, I thought about killing them and getting away with it. Woo! I knew I was gone. That shit was not for me. Not for me. So I went locked myself up in the room. They panicking. Beating the door down. Come out. We'll give you more. Bitch, I don't want no more. I want to come down off this shit. That is not for me. Not at all. So, like I said, they still don't know why I locked myself up in that room that day. That's what it was. My brain was like, fuck them bitches. We could just do it. They'd never know it was us. They be in the police. <laughs> like, bitch, you are off your rocker. You need to stop doing some dope before you go to the penitentiary for the rest of your life. Talk about why you in jail. Because I hit some cocaine and I thought I could kill my sister. No, 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 no. No, David even told me about some partners he had in jail. Ooh, that's exactly what they did. They hit the dope and thought that they could rob a pizza store and not get caught. And they was the pastor's kids, like predominant church pastor's kids. Yeah, they spent some time in that. That was armed robbery, baby. You stuck a gun in somebody's face. And those two boys still don't get it. Like, why did we get locked up? Yo, you, you don't understand what you did to somebody? Hmm, I gotcha. It's okay. Go back and listen to the the, the recording where I, I talk about humanity. Yo, we don't think about each other. We don't think or put ourselves in someone else's shoes. And we should be doing that more often than not. Dude, maybe that person is just having a bad day. And it seems like everything is fucked up. And then here you come along and you're like, hmm, I understand why that woman's yelling. Maybe she's having a bad day. Maybe she found a snake in her car because her kids are assholes. Yo, I just watched a movie about that. It's fucking hilarious. Um, the War with Grandpa. Yeah, Robert De Niro. I'd so give you some cat, bruh call me call me so <laughs> you know maybe it's that kind of fucked up day or maybe it's some jerry springer shit you know help help your fellow man out think about it slow down and we gotta stop being assholes but that takes 
acts of selflessness and stop being selfish. And we're taught from birth how to be selfish instead of selfless. You know, so I am asking quite a bit of humanity. But one day, since I am the change I want to see in the world, maybe I will see others who change the same as me. I don't know. I doubt it. But I try. And that's all I can do. I only have to account for myself. See, I only have to answer to my creator by myself. No one else is going up to the pearly gates to mouth, yo, St. Peter, we was the bomb team. Yeah, her and me, we did all kinds of good. Look at the change we made in the world. <laughs> it's not ever happening. Never. So, uh, I got to do what I can to make sure when I get to St. Peter, I can be like, sup, bro. Look. I helped that one lady out. Man, I, be, I wonder if it changed the life of that kid when I shared with him. Sharon's Karen. Yo. <laughs> you looking at all your lifespan in, the, in a few minutes. Yo. It's, it's great. Window of opportunity there. But, no, I... I don't know. I felt really good in my makeup and my heels, though. Like I did. I kind of... I've been on a search to find myself. Because, like, the best part of me, I feel like, was 16. <laughs> right before I got raped. You know, then my whole world crashed down and I didn't know how to cope. And I rebelled against the decisions that were made for me. And, um, yeah, life went to crap. You know, so I can't, I can't hold on and dwell on that memory. I have to forgive and let it go. It's hard because I had my shit so together at 16. It's just unbelievable that a kid would have so much going on in her life. And I did. I really, I really was an awesome kid. And I mourn. I mourn the loss of that girl. A lot. A lot. I really, really want her back. Like, undeniably, unspeakably want her back. So, maybe, just maybe, if I start remembering who I was and what made me smile back then, just maybe I could have a piece of that back just a, a tiny tiny little piece because there are days like today where I just really hate living I hate living I want to feel like that girl with my makeup and my heels on all the time I don't want to let her go. I don't want to put on my flip-flops or my titty shoes. I want to be her all the time. I feel like I'm limited. I'm limited by my job. I'm limited by my circumstances. I'm limited by my husband. I'm limited. 
And I don't want to be limited. I want to be inhibited. Inhibited, not limited. Limited. Okay, say it with me again. Inhibited, not limited. Inhibition. Isn't that a word? Inhibition. Not afraid to do anything. Bear it all. Inhibition. I think... I think that needs to be my new mantra. I just need to keep reminding myself. It's great when I do this podcast because I just feel like so much is let out. You know. All right, guys. I am going to go dry my face, fake like I wasn't crying to my family, and finish supper. (laughs) I will definitely be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's the big day when I hear about the drops, so we definitely got to hear that. I love you guys. Peace.